everybody. Welcome to Cantori and you. Great to be with you. Our guest today, Izzy Paskowitz, a gentleman who I've, uh, man, I'll tell you, I don't want to say I've uh, idolized because uh, that would make him crazy uncomfortable, but I've certainly uh, respected and loved this man for, uh, for many years, and he's inspired me in so many ways, and you'll understand why in our forthcoming discussion. But uh, Izzy is part of the Paskowitz family, and if you don't know the Paskowitz family, here's your quickest lesson. Rent, download the movie Surfwise. Surfwise. It's about Doc Paskowitz, a neurosurgeon who uh, essentially gives up his practice, or he does give up his practice, to take his family of 11. He had his wife and nine kids, the Paskowitz surf family. They were called the first family of surfing uh, on the road, just traveling from wave to wave, surf destination to surf destination. And uh, Izzy, one of the kids, went on to become a, a professional surfer, and then he starts his own family, and his son Isaiah is diagnosed with autism at an early age, which completely changes Izzy's life and direction, uh, needless to say, which led to this foundation, Surfers Healing. And you can check them out at surfershealing.org. And I'll tell you, if you're ever looking for a place to put your money, if you're in a position to donate to an organization, Oh, there's not a better one out there than Surfers Healing. They've been up and running for uh, for 20 years now, and they help kids, autistic kids, uh, by taking them out surfing, which is just talk about unorthodox. And these kids, just the stimulation from the water and the experience, it really helps them uh, with uh, what they're dealing with, which I know nothing about, but you'll learn a lot about in our discussion with Izzy here. And it's also our first chat and a podcast that was hosted in my VW van, the U-Bus, and it was a lot of fun, which would explain all the pictures and everything surrounding uh, this podcast if you're on youonline.com. So before we get to our sit-down in the U-Bus with Izzy, I do want to thank our sponsors, uh, South Coast Surf Shops. They've been amazing. Heather, Steve, uh, it's my new family, I'm telling you. Larry, I love these people. South Coast, kind enough to be the first shop to carry our U gear. We're talking t-shirts, hats. We've got UTs, U tanks for the ladies. We've got dad hats. We also have a kook line, because you know we love the word kook. <laughs> you can get yourself a kook hat or a kook shirt at South Coast. And the decks. If you've seen the skateboards we've been pushing out from uh, Gnarlywood, We'll be selling the decks down at South Coast as well. And of course, at the U store, Y-E-W, excuse me. Oh, this coffee is making me a little burpy. Ustore.com. Uh, and uh, Tori Holistics also helping us out here. And they do amazing things in the community. They just gave, what, over $35,000 to a veterans program, Weed for Warriors, that help vets combating PTSD. And uh, Tori Holistics, they have over 300 medicated products, non-psychoactive products, CBDs there as well, to uh, help patients with a variety of uh, maladies. And you can learn more at ToriHolistics.com, legal, licensed, safe access here in San Diego. All right. Kaboo. Kaboo. The Kaboo Fest. In fact, we're giving away uh, Kaboo tickets 
at uh, U Radio. We've got so many different U properties. It's nuts. But uh, we are giving away Kaboo tickets. If you go to yewradio.com, maybe we can get you into Kaboo. We're going to be on site out there, and Kaboo is now a sponsor. So thank you to the folks at Kaboo. We love you. All right, Izzy Paskowitz. This is our uh, first episode of Cantorian You being recorded inside the uh, 1970-71 VW bus. I say slash because it came out in 70, but it's technically a 71. And we're down here in uh, PB, looking at the ocean right now. It's stunning. Waiting on Izzy Paskowitz, our guest today, who runs Surfers Healing, part of the uh, Paskowitz Surf family, the camp. And uh, just an amazing human. Here he is. <laughs> nice. What's up, man? Oh, nice. Johnny, whisper him. <laughs> yeah, Where's your whisper him? Gotta you, have a whisper him. I do have one somewhere. It's <sighs> actually at my house. Oh, it smells nice in here. A little uh, sandalwood, maybe? You like that? Yeah, yeah. Sandalwood, a little, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of different spices and herbs <sighs> that you could smell in this thing. Oh, it is. Uh, I'm taking it in. You're taking it in because this is this is old and it has so many different smells in it. And I just had new nose uh, surgery, so I've got uh, my sniffer works again. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. So it, you mentioned that the other day. It's like a blind man seeing for the it, first it, time. It's amazing. Yeah, I can smell and just, it. Tasting is uh, probably the best thing. Cause... So does it smell like the '70s to you? It smells. Uh, it smells it, like it, a VW, it, it right? It does not smell like a regular car. Yeah. <laughs> I smell. I smell wood, and I smell uh, oil. I smell gasoline. You know, I smell uh, uh, stinky hands on the steering wheel. Feet, I smell farts. Feet. Uh, uh, fungus. Sand. But it's it's mold. Cool. This is rad. All the above. Well, it's such an honor, man. I oh, just Chris, love. Stop it. I know, I know you hate that, but dude, I friggin' love you as a human. I really do. I appreciate that. And I cherish any time that I get one on one with you. Uh, well, I, I appreciate that, and I know I, I'm I'm the type of person that backs off when when you're telling me something kind about myself way. because I think. Um, you know, it's sick. Maybe people are nicer to me because, you know, I have a special son or I'm doing something uh, like surfers healing and taking all these children for my personal gain or to be like cool or to be loved. But, you know, I'm just so friggin' honored uh, to now have had my son. And, and uh, uh, but I, all that stuff, I don't want to feel like it's part of like his, you know, the, the, the sadness and the, uh, you know, the the hardships with autism you know yeah, so I it's just feel interesting because like... that's something i could now relate to having a wife who's a breast cancer survivor and i talk about that and the struggle of going through it and how empowering it is on the other side but sometimes i get stuck in my own head like i'm not trying to get people to feel bad for me or sorry right. for me i'm just sharing oh, a no. story yeah. and how incredible it was you yeah know, good and bad and how yeah. much i learned about life on the other side that i would never have learned had i not gone through that right. experience absolutely and 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 I, I guess too you can um you know like all the the parents of any special needs uh child you know the responsibility that's lifelong but you get a little bit of like the you know the sense that you can appreciate the little things oh, you man. know 
Just, More than you, ever. Just opening your eyes and waking up, there she is. Well, I had an experience yesterday. Mm -hmm. You're working at the camp. You know, you've been running this camp, Surfers Healing, for 20 years. I see you in the water. You're this, this, you're just this force, and you've got this child on the front of your board. And I just watch you take off and lift this kid up, and I see the confidence instilled in this child. It's almost outer body watching mm. this and watching right. this experience in the lineup and watching you have this interaction with the child. Fast forward the tape to the same afternoon, one of the kids in your camp came by. Now, it was a it was a child that had Down syndrome, a little uh -huh. girl, uh -huh. and part of my I don't know if she's also autistic yeah, or if yeah. that's her. Str I don't know, but she was at your camp, and she went by my car and she was pointing at my vehicle. Uh -huh. So I said, "Hey, come here, little girl," and I gave her a bunch of stickers, uh -huh. and I saw her light up like yeah. I've never seen a child light up before. Yeah. Just over a sticker. She walked away. I was there with my buddy Kent. I started bawling. Yeah. Tears pouring <laughs> down my face, uh -huh. having seen you and the interaction with the child and having that interaction myself with over a sticker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's your every day, right? Yeah. It, 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 it can be overwhelming, for sure. But um, it is every day. So... Uh, I don't get overwhelmed like that, um, yeah. you know, anymore, you know, because but you understand that. Absolutely. I mean, you have the moment and you, 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 you appreciate what you have and uh, you see, you know, something that's so innocent and gentle and, you know, somebody has to take care of her yeah. you know, for the rest of the, their lives, um, kind of, you know, heavy. So um, it, it, that only affects me every once in a while, you know, yeah. I'll be down at the beach and um, you know, I'm just looking at my son and, and you know, he's 26 years old and I'm making Jeez. sandcastles with him, you know, and he's laying down and he's at peace for a moment, you know, and I might, you know, shed a tear, but I, I try to, to do that, you know, alone yeah. now, you know, when before my skin was so thin that every child I took out, I would, I would go out in the water and I'd turn my back and I'd ball my eyes out. Every yeah. child, That's every the time. <laughs> That's the stage. I'm well, I'm going through a life transition, so my skin's a little thinner than usual, oh. but I'm also a big sensitive guy, too. And it was the first time I ever had a moment that profound. Yeah, she was cute. She she went down. I uh, saw before she enters the beach. I mean, God love her. She has to take out all her hardware, her her ear hearing aids and, yep. and all this stuff. And then she gets, goes in the water and she was she was very 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 gentle and I, I feel I mean they're each of those children are be you know just like they're just pure and they're like I mean pure innocence that's you know that's what it is that's pure what innocence to be to around eyes. that you know and because we're such you know you know human and we're we have such, human you True. know faults of our own and we're we're uh, we're the furthest thing from perfect and uh, so just to brush uh, elbows with my son, you know, you know, gives me, you know, great, uh, uh, great honor to yeah. be around him. I mean, he is like, he is as pure as the Pope. He may be more pure. I get it. But I know that transition's always also coming and it scares me a little bit, but it right. sounds like your right. son's but, kind of locked in that place. But I didn't, you know, I didn't sign up for this. You know, yeah. I, I almost, uh, you know, uh, uh, worship the volunteers more people outside of the autism realm and the special needs realm that uh, step up and help me out because I, you know, I wouldn't have signed up to have my son and to go through all the bad things uh, that, uh, you know, unfortunately I had to go through for years and not accepting him and being a real shitty dad and a, a fucked you up went through husband that? and 
Uh, I don't see that. I can't imagine. Right? You. Honestly, bro, I'm not just well, saying when I'm, that. When man. I'm bloated like to 240, something's not right. You know, so you know, I've, I've yeah. released the uh, the pressure valve and uh, and shrunk down and, and you know eating good and and you know uh, getting over that 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 hump with a lot of dads do and they get unfortunately families fall apart. Yeah. Uh, but you know you got to stop feeling sorry for yourself and Dang, taking dude. ownership and you know this is my son and it's like holy shit all these years I mean I had this precious thing and I I thought I needed to get away from it. And, and now it's like the, the greatest gift because I don't need to like like worry myself as God, everyone out there is so much more smarter than me and they're businessmen and young kids out of in high school are talking finance and like economics and, uh, um, and politics. Uh, all I need to do is for the rest of my life, well, take care of Isaiah yeah. and, and run Surfers Healing. It's so important to other families it's so important as a beacon of hope and as a uh, a vehicle you know to say we're all you know together yeah. in this we're all one autism ohana and it fucking defines us to the end man to the end when you had that transition though see i've i've i only see you and know you as that side of this beautiful loving human Good. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I can't I, imagine I, you as my, this guy. My pal was... Stephanie in Australia coined me, and I think it was, it was right on on spot. She says, "Is he's a good man, but a bad man, but he's a good man." Dang, <laughs> dude! This is my first time really hearing the bad dude, and it's kind of awesome to hear because it's I'm giving it's myself human. yeah I'm giving myself a break hearing you speak yeah. because. I don't want to say I put you on a pedestal, man, but you are someone that I've always admired, and I've admired that you have been able to persevere despite the struggles that mm. have been thrown at you. What was the point, though, when you when you succumbed and you surrendered, if you will, to making this change and this commitment to surfers healing? Was it 20 years ago, or was the program already up when you made that? I, you know, I, yeah, it was like probably halfway, probably halfway up, you know. A good... Uh, um you know, uh, 10 years of, of, of really, um, you know, having that acceptance and that peace, um, and, and, and dealing with, with, uh, you know, behavior issues, like all these other parents, um, you know, Isaiah having bad behavior and then going through it again. And, and then like two years ago, it, it rearing its ugly head again and him starting to punch himself and us. And I mean, I've had to tie him to, um, to the bedpost with like four leashes Jesus. and uh you know i'm just losing my mind and 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 then i'm thinking you know, jesus i just i can't do this again i can't go through another rough patch with him this is only two years ago right um but i, I kind of changed my kind of thought you know the paradigm has changed think of like i'm in a foxhole you know and i've got my you know rifle and you know, I'm shooting at other people to try to stay alive because they're shooting at me to kill yeah. me. And my buddy just right next to me, he got his head blown off, you know. And then I then I think I can handle this, yeah. you know. And I take the leashes off of him and, um, you know, just grab him and hug him and, and try to, you know, calm him down. And then we figure out what, you know, the issues are and found a really good psychiatrist uh, that, you know, says, well, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe on top of autism, there, you, you, you might have got, scratched the bonus ticket and he might be a little bipolar. 
and uh, and so we dealt with it with with meds, and he's mm. back on lithium and a little bit of Thorazine at night, which are granddaddies of drugs, and it scared the shit out of me yeah, that I would lose shit. my son. But he's he's uh, he's all himself and more. And yeah, I more, saw him yesterday. He looked great, man. He's sitting happy. in the car, chilling, listening to music. The guy will Hang not in. stop singing the shittiest Bee Gees songs. <laughs> For one year, he's been singing these Bee Gees songs. <laughs> With you! <laughs> and he's so loud. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, it, it's all it's all uh, kind of remedied, remedied itself and fixed itself, and which makes me happy, yeah. makes my wife happy. And the whole family can exist in a in a, in a, uh, in a just a normal fashion. Yeah, I can't imagine, man. I can't imagine because the only thing I can relate to is when my wife went through her shit. And what, oh yeah, almost dying. Yeah, well that's snarly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, serious stage four or stage three breast cancer. Yeah, it's interesting because. I went through the period, and I look back at it, and yeah. I have a lot of regrets, I'll yeah. be honest with you, Yeah, man, sure, sure. How I handled it. Absolutely. And uh, I think if I was faced with it today, I know I would handle it differently, man. Absolutely. And that's essentially what you're saying. But to, today and every day forward, you know, we, do, we don't take, you know, every day like, for granted. No. You know, and it's going to be a bitchin' day every day, and Isaiah's going to be happy, and we're going to live a happy life, and that's all I want out of life. I that's just want to be happy. I get it, man, without conflict and just feel compassion and love. And that's what I try to preach, but that's also why I have such a hard time coexisting in, you know, the outside world. You know, I always say, you know, people are like, why do you surf like four or five days a week? I'm like, I don't know, I'm not even really that good. You know, I, just, I need to be in the water. And then the shark thing, I'm like, are you scared of all the sharks? I'm like, no, I'm way more scared and fearful of sharks on land than I am in the water yeah, any yeah. day of the week, man. Absolutely. And when you go through those experiences, and I'm curious if it's the same for you, is it harder at times to coexist in the quote-unquote real world? Yeah, you know, I, um, I, I try to focus, and I come from such a huge crazy-ass family. You yeah. know, being a Pasquitz is kind of hard. We're so dysfunctional growing up in a camper. You know, all 11 of us traveling around the United States without yeah. a fucking penny in our pocket. And you've got a, a Stanford doctor driving the vehicle. Yeah. And we could have been millionaires. You know, fast forward now, it, it prepared me. You know, yeah. to be a weirdo and, and different. <laughs> and then I, I, and then I have a different son. So I can, you know, I can, um, I can be, you know, who I am, you know, with my... 27 year old 6'3 300 pound son you know kissing me on the lips all day long you know and go, the homies look at me and go oh man those guys are faggots but I think it doesn't beautiful. bother me anymore it, you know it doesn't I bother me I just, I just, I just, we float through life and my my focus is his family you know so I just you know I try to stick to what's what's uh, important you know and family and hanging out and being being there you know for my wife and we we swap turns with isaiah which i try to bring him to all the surface healings or i try to bring him now to to Pasquot surf camps and we're hanging sure. out with us and we're doing you know the camp and, and staying at camp land which is so bitching and you know surfing tourmaline and yeah, and, man. and you know the, the, that's where i learned to surf in Me 1969 and my pops history here of you know moving here in 29 and being you know you know mr plank uh, in the uh, in the 30s, you know. I mean, so, your dad was essentially one of the first surfers in San Diego, right? Definitely one of the handful of the first yeah. surfers here, and I mean, he, we're talking World War II veteran, you Dude. know, just passed away, and uh, that's why we have uh, that Navy flag flying, you know. So we're part of that whole kind of Navy thing down here, and Dope. my dad, and 
you know, the Grimace Rock named after him, which I I didn't know till ten years ago. Everyone, Is that true? I heard that everyone that there, started calling that. You know, there's saying, a rock down at Termo for those mm-hmm. who don't know. That's just this big nasty rock that you try to avoid at all costs. It's like it's a plague, and they call it Grimace. Mm-hmm. And your dad named it. Uh, Amos Sigler, his captain um, uh, uh, of the lifeguards. Um, coined that because my dad always had this horrible grimace on his face as he was paddling <laughs> even in the at one foot you know he's paddling with the intensity you know and his this mug looked like he's paddling over you know a 20 foot wave at, at cortez bank that's hysterical but he's at one foot terminaling and he said your fucking face looks like that rock doc all that grimacing and so it's been Grimace Rock ever oh since. Oh my so. god! And then you were telling me that there's actually like a mural of your pops at Miller's Field. Oh, I, I had. Uh, I, What's the story there? It's it's been sitting there forever, and I I, uh, I have a Guinness you know underneath it every once in a while, and look up at him when he's like 20 years old, wow. and uh, and that's pr- that's pretty damn special. Um, and he loved. I mean, his favorite job in the whole world was being a lifeguard. He's more proud. I think of being a lifeguard than being a doctor. I bet, man. I bet. I get that. I can understand so that. So I love that. I love our, our history. You know, I'm kind of a transplant and, you know, growing up the way we did, living all over. You're like a vagabond, right? Uh, Gypsy. N- n- nomad as it sounds way yeah. cooler. The that's vagabond, what, they, that's what right. the hipsters call it. I guess you're right. Nomad. <laughs> And uh, I am curious. Was, yeah, the bo- original bohemian. What was it like when uh, for you when your dad did pass? I mean, I know that's... It was easy. Was it? I'm curious. Absolutely. It was sayonara. Really? <laughs> yeah. I get that. That's my my grandfather was to me, he was the pillar of our family, the patriarch. Right. And right. I was so happy to see him move on at the end. Absolutely. Absolutely. He had such a great life himself and a relationship, you know, with me um, was wonderful, you know, and, and more importantly, you know, coming from an old school kind of guy like him, he loved all of his uh, all of his sons you know, and three daughters, but I don't know if he respected all of us. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to ask you. It seemed like you were his favorite, right? Yeah, well, we all say that, but, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, I just, I mean, he loved surfers. He was proud of surfers, so, you know, winning, you, you know, really did mean something to him. Yeah. So he was proud of me for being, like, the the competitor and going out and you know, winning a lot of events. Were you, um, were you ever pro-pro? <laughs> like, you were on the circuit and the whole yeah, thing, Yeah, right? ASP pro and did the whole won thing, right? some of the biggest contests in the world as a longboarder. Yeah. Shortboarding, I didn't quite cut it. I don't think that was my bag. But uh, longboarding, uh, I really loved doing it. And I Me loved too. the era that I was in when, you know, Corky and Nueva was, oh, was, yeah. were, uh, they were still, like, competitive and they were still, you know, relevant. Um, you know, the even, you know, guys like China, Yuri Mura and Reynolds Wright and, uh, you know, the Kalama brother Boogie and stuff, man, to be you know, there was, uh, was badass for me. Yeah. So, and, and Herbie and all that. So yeah, i I was stoked to have been part of that. And I, and I always had a really good sponsor, you know, I always had like a decent, you know, money, you know, working for Hobie and Hang 10 and. You know, I traveled a lot, and uh, yeah, you were living the dream. Life, it was the dream. I, I was, I was just, I was stoked to be a competitor. You know. And how old were you at that time? Late teens? No, I was probably mid twenties. Mid twenties. Mid twenties, okay. but married. You know, married early, and so locked in. And were you having kids at that point? Kids, and you know, and then having Isaiah, and still traveling, and knowing I have got an autistic son at home, and you know, trying to live my dream as long as possible, but maybe it's, it. yeah. maybe it's keeping me away from Isaiah and the, 
you know, the role of being a good dad, that kind of fucked me up, and I stayed in a little too long, I think. But, yeah. you know, thank God my wife didn't leave me. Right. And I was able to, you know, say, say okay, I got to come back and take care <laughs> of the family and yeah. get a job, you know. And, and literally, I was, you know, riding for Nike at the time, and I'm scrubbing boats in Newport Beach on Dock A at the Balboa Bay Club Damn. for Hank Caruso. And, you know... I'm in 18 million inserts in, in magazines and people are saying, hey, aren't you in uh, Rolling Stone magazine right now with Bo Jackson? And I'm scrubbing away. And like, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's me. Uh, that's friggin' humbling. Um, but I'm scrubbing, you know, a, a yacht. And that's, you know, that's the way it was, you know. I, yeah. uh, you know, I wasn't, I got over the feeling sorry for myself. I got to work and I was still getting a little money being a pro surfer, but, you know, we didn't have much, but we had kids young and we, uh, we provided. I mean, my fucking gorgeous wife was sitting in wick lines with all the other Mexicans, and she's like a foot taller, this fucking knockout blonde. And I respect her more for that, and and um, you know, getting over yourself, yeah. you know, for the family than, than anything she's ever done in my life. And I I feel I feel sorry she had to do that now, and um, and guilty, but. Man, it sounds a lot like my wife, man, and the kind of the shit that I put her through in my radio career and the ups and downs and the home losses and the bankruptcies and the sickness and the health. I get it, dude. Yep. Me projecting on shit, being crappy <laughs> around the house, and she stuck through it, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, I understand the language yeah. that you speak. Yep, and I, every morning you, you just got to wake up, you know, see your wife there and say, yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. For what? Just I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm and sorry. thank you. I'm sorry and thank you. So do you have a good relationship with your siblings? Uh, case by case? I, yeah, I think it's super case by case. And yeah. again, I'm just, I don't see them too much. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I don't have like that feeling and that need and the draw to be tight with them. Yeah. Isaiah took it all, you know, yeah. and that's um, that's just the way it is, and, See, and it's, it's comforting. Sense. It's really comforting because I I don't long and feel like ah oh, damn it, you know I I miss my mom, you know, and I I'm sorry she's you know I need to see her more in, yeah. in the old folks home, but but uh, Isaiah kind of occupies that space and took it up and took that feeling kind of away, and um, you know uh, like surfers healing and being with you know my autism family dude that's your life that bro. but that feels and more like family than family uh, sounds shitty but you know i can relate to you know to john and to jen and to um the other john right now and i just got out of water with his son adam because he he knows exactly what my life is like every morning when i wake yeah. up and i know exactly what he his is like although you know the the you know the income bracket's different and uh no, he but he he has to deal with the same things the heartbreak and the responsibility and and the uh you know the fortitude you have to have you're going forward you know this family's first you know no, no more 90 yep. percent divorce rate you know with That's autistic how I families feel, man. Just in general, man, whatever the case is, my wife's cancer, you know, I heard these crazy stats that 50% of husbands leave their wives mm. when diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. And I'm like, that can't be true. Mm. And sure enough, it's true, man. You get in the shit and it's crazy. And now it's like I tell my wife, you're stuck with me. I'm going nowhere. Yeah. I mean, literally, you'll have to push me out of the house. No, I'm, I'm but with she, you. she knows where my heart is, at, yeah. obviously, at the end of the day. I do want to talk to you about just outside of the camp, what is your life like? So you run the camps but yep. you're also a cowboy aren't you that's pretty that's uh, pretty uh, uh kind of crazy cool though you know i, I know nothing about it i live in san juan capistrano which is you know there's like 
four or five um, uh, uh, stables, you know, in the area. So it's it's a huge cowboy town. You know, Rancho Mission Viejo still has working cattle there. They have the largest rodeo there. Blenheim uh, has the largest uh, uh, equestrian uh, English um, uh, fields, not polo, but but um, jumping and and uh, dressage. It, so it's it's you know the swallows and just a bitchin' little town and um, so we live on a little three acres that uh, my wife's parents owned and uh, when we first got married uh, you know we had horses on there you know because she was still living at home and right. and uh, could afford it and then as soon as we got married the horsing was over for her <laughs> but you know now things got better and uh, you know we're, we're, we bought the land from her parents built a little house. And uh, she's back to riding. So we ride like super Western style. Cool. It's called a uh, uh, rain cow horse. Um, so it's, it's like, you know, the, the, uh, the Mexican cowboys of Vaqueros back um, 100 years ago, the way they broke horses and put them in hackamores and then the two rain and then the big, beautiful Spanish, uh, um, you know, spade bit that you put in their mouths uh, is like the finished bridle horse. So that's the kind of quarter horses that we ride and and they're very you know they're competitive their performance they're you know we we trail ride a little bit you know which is super fun but i enjoy now she's made me into like a rider i can really ride How a horse cool, man. You know, lope and change leads and and you know sliding stops and rollbacks and you know so now uh you know learning rope a little bit we're building an arena and trying to um build a uh, roping arena so we can you know i can learn to rope do you have friends who do this with yeah you yeah or? my neighbors we live in a really cool little spot you know um off the ortega highway and and there's 60 homes 70 homes up there and everyone's got three acres and it's kind of all horse property so just lucked into it you know yeah. i just lucked into it That's we bought nice. a little shitty house in san clemente for nothing yep and then sold it for you know a pot of money sure. and uh leverage that to buy the land yep and yep build a beautiful little house so yeah i want to i'm kind of like want to be a cowboy now really just o- in only reason you know i see the old surfers now and old surfers get older and they turn into old ladies <laughs> and old cowboys they get cooler and cooler and cooler i don't care how old Holy you are shit that's just the I mean, funniest thing i've ever heard they're still it? like they're, they're still like rad the older i get the more of an old lady i'm turning into <laughs> damn it dude i gotta start riding well horses. i might be fucked i might kind of just be half half woman and yeah because so i'm still surfing i gotta start riding horses man it's hysterical so that's what i yeah i i dig it so i you know, do that and send one i'm proud of my little town that i live in yeah and, and you know we have a riding group, all guy riding group, and and uh, that I'm part of, which I've never been a part of anything. So, so you know, I love work? the history of, of our little mission and all that, and San Juan and the swallows coming back and all yeah, that. Yeah, man. So you run the camps during the summer, and then when you're not running the camps, is that pretty much your full-time well, when life? Not running the camps, then running surface healings that are now almost year-round because we're doing we're doing Australia in in February, we're doing Miami oh, in wow. March, and, and are you uh, doing Cabo, all those? and you you hit them all. I tried if Isaiah's good and his behavior's okay then my wife can deal with him because yeah. he's a pleasure he's fun to be with if he's not then I'm out you know family yeah. first and then Jeff Eckberg and the uh, the team of guys you know take over which is like we've got such an amazing you know group of volunteers and, and starting to get some really you know amazing um, infrastructure and you know it's got to be you know a, a semi business because you know, we're taking out five thousand children per year, it's and amazing, so we need dude. we need you know a lot more money than 
every year taking out a handful of kids. And you've been doing it for 20 years, which is just mind-blowing to me. Yeah, I, I like, though, I like a lot of people that, um, that say, I have never heard of this. You know, yeah. you guys have been around for 20 years, and I don't know, I, I heard somewhere that, you know, if everyone knows you're doing a good thing, you're not doing a good thing. Yeah. Just meaning there's so many charities out there that their their mission first off is we got to get our our like press page up, you know, let people know how cool we are and what we've done and get cute little jackets or like a Honda commercial like yep. you know, handing some somebody something with one hand and the camera in the other. Yeah. And I don't think that's altruism. I don't think that's charity. I don't no, think that's really I agree with you. You know, doing something that should be good and from the heart, and uh, so um, you know, I, I, I'm proud we're kind of under the radar. But now it's um, but now you know, it's, it's 20 years. It's 20 it's years. Time, uh, it's time to uh, to recognize. kind of ramp it up and um, and uh, and kind of let people know that that you know with this whole autism thing and awareness, and I I would like other people you know to have that kind of uh, that uh, empathy and sympathy when you see a parent of a kid that looks normal like my son but is acting kind of strange. Yeah. Because all all, all I want to do is just go into a restaurant and eat with Isaiah and go out unnoticed. Yeah, man. You know, instead of like somebody looking at me and and you know oh, what's going on. Over yeah. There? Oh, yeah. Can, you, can you shut your kid up and. So uh, still awareness is out there needs to be, um, you know, part of our mission. But also, um, you know, the, the, what we've done is like, you know, created a family. And uh, with that, I, you know, I want acceptance. I want other dads, to, you know, to maybe snap out of it earlier than I did. And, um, you know, take care of the family. That divorce rate, you know, not be so high. I think it's 96 with autism. Why is, I mean, the obvious that the dads just can't hang in there? I think, I think you know, women are stronger yeah, I than agree men. With that. And, and, um, and they can handle uh, better. Uh, but I also think, you know, why not have half a life than no life? Yeah. So you get you get the kid half of, half of the time. I get the kid half of the time. So right. that does make sense, and I understand that part of it. Yeah, but but it's not a family. That's not a family, and that doesn't add up in my world, man. I know I can ask you anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's up with Isaiah when you and your wife are no longer around? Like, is he going to need somebody at all times in his world? Are well, they, either I, either take him with me. Got to joke around about you, just shit. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, or we we uh, we find a place, yeah. You know, and we I kind of found a place. You know, Isaiah goes to school in Oceanside called Terry, and they're amazing. I mean, um, Cheryl, who runs the uh, the school, has a place for you know kids that are you know lower functioning that uh, might have behavior issues, and Isaiah hadn't gone to school for two years when we. We moved him over there, and uh, you know the uh, um, the uh, behavior specialist, the director. I go to shake his hand, and he gives me this big hug, and he was like, "You know, I promise you, I'm not going to call you if Isaiah, you know, freaks out or if there's an issue. I'm not going to call the police. We'll handle it. We'll take care of your son." And they have, and he Damn, loves going dude. there, and he's thrived there, and he is a just a better person and is happier and is you know still learning things because i think he's accepted who he is without a lot of a lot of language and a lot of communication and expressive you know thoughts that um that just hinder uh an adult from you know saying hey i well i i i think i'm special yeah. uh, and he calls himself a man boy now 
He does. You know, because he knows he's, he's, he's different. He's not a man because he said, whoa, whoa, I'm not a man. You know, shaving him once and he goes, you're a man. I go, whoa, you're a man. Look at this beard. It's like twice what I have. And he, 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 goes, and he moved really quickly, you know, and uh, I thought he was going to hit me for a second. He goes, I'm a man boy. Like really, like straight out, really, really like laid it out. And then I thought, God, he really, he knows he's, you know, he's different. Yeah. So with that, 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 that comes calm and comes peace and comes acceptance. And I think he, like right now he's able to learn. That's why that Terry school has been so good for him. Yeah. It's because he's able to drawing man. it, draw or do things or go places and, and without any issue, you know, he just loves to just jump in the bus and go. And I really love and respect the people that uh, have taken care of my son because, you know, I know how it is for me when somebody's nice to Isaiah yeah. and takes care of him. That's why Surface Healing works so well. I, I All saw. the guys just, they want to be there. Yeah. They understand the gift that they're giving and they understand, um, they, they understand how much it means to every one of those parents that that moment is going to be bigger than just one little surf that they're going to, you know, carry that, that moment with them all year long. And we're going to do it again. And we're all in this together and you feel that's less so lonely. Beautiful, man. I get that, man. I really do get that because that's where, that's where you find the solace and that's where you find the peace man. Yep. and happiness. That's and all happiness. we want. And you locked in, dude, you are doing beautiful stuff in the ocean. Man. Wow. And, but so, and you know, there's that, that bigger picture of, um, you know, nobody knows why, Isaiah's autistic you know there's no rhyme or reason you know there's a lot of speculation and somebody's got to figure that out but I mean I wouldn't change my son for the world but um, it sure would have been nice you know if he was if he was you know a typical human being you know and uh, you know one day you know there hopefully won't be you know autism do you still ask the whys, though? No, no. I, it's it's all destiny to me now. Yeah. Now uh, you know my you know my thought is has changed, of and uh, you know it's clicked over to this is my destiny. Everything happens for a reason, and you know keep my eyes open for like those beautiful moments that happen, those connections and those relationships. I mean, just somebody driving by that makes eye contact with me or was I supposed to see him? And I try not, I, I try not to lose those moments yeah. and ask questions and start talking to people or I'm sitting by somebody or something comes up. It was all meant to be. And this is why I, I have my son and I was supposed to do this. I was supposed to be a mediocre surfer and have great Jeez. relationships <laughs> with other amazing surfers who never thought I was too much of an asshole. So when they knew my son was on the spectrum and I needed help, they were there to support and to make, you know, this into an organization who to make this into people for those who don't know. they're just it's heritage surfers yeah. you know heritage surfers a lot from hawaii you know you're talking about uh, uh the forsyth family um wally who invented like the modern board putting fins on it um the kalama family um you're talking about the icows and you're talking about California wise of, you know, these young surfers of Bucky Berry and Blake who who haven't missed one camp in like five years. You know, and you, when you take off or do a camp, you lose you lose your like day job. Yeah. But it means so much to them. And they're so good at it um, that, uh, you know, th th these group of guys kind of helped me, 
you know, make it into an organization. Otherwise, it's just me taking, you know, at this one kid Adam out that yeah. we just got out of the water here at, at Termo, you know. Um, but so, even that, I know, fills your heart, obviously. Even if it's just touching that one kid, I, I, I'll do that forever. It's something else. Man. I'll do that, I, that forever. I I'm see not. That. I'm not the best in the water like I used to be, oh, and please. I shouldn't be. I mean, those kids are you know <laughs> half my age. You know, get up and Blake's doing the helicopter 360 with the kid on his <laughs> neck. But I want that. I want. I want you know the parents to see the kids riding uh, waves with with the guys. Yeah. So you know dramatically. You know. Uh, um, you know the opposite of, of, of where these kids should be. They shouldn't be out there. That's what's brilliant. They shouldn't about be out there. It. I know. They shouldn't be. You know, taking off right and left and ripping. You know, and then fearless <laughs> out there. I mean, that's what blows my mind too is how fearless these kids are out there, and, yeah. and watching the confidence getting still. You know, it's just amazing. It's right. just because I take my kids in the water, and uh, there's a lot more doubt than what I see. And when they're with right. you, man, I see the confidence well, in these I, children. I, I think a, a lot of it is is skill, but I think more than skill, it's it's heart. And and uh, some of the guys that. Uh, are out in the water with the kids have that confidence and the kids uh the kids react you know to me like it. a yeah like like a horse when i spook you know my horse spooks yeah you know, my guys are they're too solid yeah. so the the children have the, this confidence that is resonates you know from the surfers and through the board and as we ride the waves you know it's like we're riding through them yeah it's it's, yeah, it's I, I, i'm dude. yeah it's 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 pretty cool where is your way. spirituality these days? I'm curious. Who, me? Yeah, I'm just curious. Very, uh, it's a very good question. Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, know. I don't. Um, I don't think there's a heaven or hell. Um, I think there's a spirit world, you yeah. know, and I think when my dad passed, there was a hummingbird that flew over, you know, his, uh, his wreath and uh, to the point that it was annoying. And the next day I saw a hummingbird uh, in, in my barn on the ground never on the ground just sitting looking at me come on and i walked towards it didn't go anywhere i got closer and he was dead no he wasn't dead <laughs> he flew away but i see i see the hummingbird all the time now i mean just right by me in very yeah. unusual you know i get it you know unnatural i get it kind of closeness um yeah so i think a little bit of, of that stuff you know that's it's that we're all interconnected and there's some something you know powerful that's based on this earth, you know, that the earth is, yeah. is, is a living body. And I'd rather think that has some spirit to it. And, and I think our, we're so disconnected and I think more native people are more connected and we need to get back to that. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I never felt more close, you know, and my buddy Ian gives me shit but, uh, to like the people in, in, in like in New Zealand. We just did one camp there, only 20 kids. But it was such a powerful feeling, and was just like it was electrifying the Based whole time. To, to the native culture and the Maoris and the the uh, the respect and the uh, welcome that I got there. That was like it's like I, I've been here before, Dang. you know. I've been here before, and I've I've never left, um, but I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked away with I, I, I the biggest kind of poser Maori tattoo. Um, yeah, I got but, one too on but my I calf, just, man. I, you know, I, I love being a part of that. Even you go to New York, we do the, the camp there, and I connected with this, the McCabe family, you know, and felt like th that Irish ancestry, which no part of me, Dude, you're you know, was connected. Dude, you your dad's life. 
I mean, the story, at least the stories I know, based on these connections that you make all over the friggin' world. Well, I mean, it, it, to me, it sounds like you're you're living it, right? Well, I think uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah, but needless we, to say. Just definitely, uh, I, I just, you know, I want to steer from the green apples. And, and <laughs> I, I know he was... Uh, we can improve, you know? right? And I'm not going to be as wacky as him. No, no, I'm not suggesting. Like, I that. want my kids to go to school. His Me having a fifth grade education and like, yeah, uh, PB Middle School was my last full grade. Are you kidding me? And, I never knew that. Yeah, I mean, '69. We, uh, you know, we I, my first wave at Termo, and then we lived at Campland because they just opened it. That I knew. And uh, uh, I didn't realize I was going to PB Middle school. school. Was at PB Middle School. Yeah. So yeah, what's six times seven? Can I take a shot at it? Six times seven, go. Uh, 42? Yeah, that's about... Are you serious? Am yeah, I right? you're right. That's Am what I, I right? would have done, 42. Is that right, Pete? 42? Nine, that's the first time I've got it right. Nine in, times seven. In 54 years. Nine times seven. 86. 63. Oh, shit. 63? <laughs> I'm not good at math either, so don't sweat it. Well, uh, to uh, me, I think I just want to end by saying, I, I want to end where I started and just tell you, Izzy, I freaking love you, man. And I've learned a lot from you as a father, as a, as a husband, and as a human, man. Well, uh, I, will, I will take that in and I will say thank you. And um, I really appreciate that. Yeah, man. Please take it because it, it means a lot to me, dude. Aloha. <laughs>